In our last episode, we discussed how to get you grant ready. But in this one, we're gonna talk about what a grant calendar is, why you need a grant calendar, and five steps to get you started on creating one. Tune in. Hi guys, and welcome to episode five of the Nonprofit Tribe podcast. You know, guys, one of the things I realized in the last episode, and to be honest, I don't know if I've done it in the previous episodes or not, is I haven't really introduced myself. So for those of you that don't know, my name is Lachelle Nicole, and I am the founder of the Nonprofit Tribe. We are a small boutique consulting firm that really, really has a passion to helping nonprofits create effective strategies to bring their visions to life so they can impact those who they are purposed to help. I am basically your fairy vision maker. I love bringing visions to life. I love working on strategies to help nonprofits flourish, hence why the Nonprofit Tribe. So I just wanted to get out of the way, tell you guys sorry if you have not heard of me or if you haven't heard me introduce myself in the past podcast, but here I am here to help you guys out. So (laughs) today, guys, we are going to talk about grant calendars. So we're going to go over what a grant calendar is, why you need it, and I want to give you five quick tips to get you started on one. I'm surprised on how many people that I work with that maybe have not even heard about a grant calendar before. Well, you know what? Let me take that back. I'm not surprised because a lot of people that I work with are visionaries, and visionaries are focused on the vision, and vision makers like me are the ones that look at the strategic processes, the tasks, all those little detailed things to help bring your vision to life. So if you haven't heard of a grant calendar, basically what it is, is a roadmap to really help you with your grant cycle, funding cycles, foundation connections, all of that good stuff. It literally is going to be something that allows you to track your grant funding. Pretty simple. Your organization will utilize this tool when applying for funding, for research and funding, it's going to be an ongoing tool that you're going to constantly change and evolve, but it's going to be something that is going to be essential to your organization when applying to grants. It's going to get you grant ready. It's going to help you to move forward in that grant funding process. So here are five tips that you need to um, kind of take into play when you're ready to get your grant calendar started. Number one, you want to determine what method or template works best for your team. And I'm going to say your team because what what might work best for you might not work best for your team, right? So you may be a pro at being able to use Excel, but you may have a team member that's like, listen, I've learned Google Docs, Google Sheets, and this really works best for the rest of us. You really want to work on that and figure out what template can work best for your team to record this information, to pull the information up, to read it. The easier you make it to implement for your team, the easier it's going to be in the long run for your organization. So decide what template works best for you. Number two, start your research. If you listen to the last podcast where we talked about how to get grant ready, I kind of talked about the subject of research and how that's going to help you get your grant ready and research these foundations. This is the same exact method. You're just putting into a grant calendar format. So you want to really get into that. You want to research your regional, your local, your national areas, your geographical areas. I always say start with at least 10 to 15 foundations in your area. 
and you look at those top 10 to 15 foundations and you want to really start to write down and you're going to put them in sort of database fields what the um, organization is the name of the organization what areas they fund who they funded in the past and who they currently are funding when is the funding cycle meaning when is the deadline to apply when do you have to turn in your letter of intent which is also a LOI. What's that process? So you wanna look at what that funding cycle entails for that particular foundation or funder. You wanna look at how to apply. Some people may say you have to apply online. Some people may say, um, well, previous for COVID and who knows how it's gonna be post COVID. Some people may say, oh, we do an application online and we do an interview. We may do a virtual interview. You may have to apply via a video testimony or storytelling. So there's different ways that funders and foundations may ask you to apply. So make sure you do that and record that information down. You wanna record the program officer and their contact information, meaning if it's me and it's like, like Shell Nicole from the Nonprofit Trot Foundation, email, website, any vital information for that program officer. So therefore, if you or someone else need to contact them, they can just pull up this calendar of information, go to that particular field and know who they need to reach out to. You wanna also look at the average amount funded. So how much does the foundation usually give? Are they giving grants of 50,000, 75,000, 25,000, 5,000? What's the average amount they give? The amount requested, meaning what is the amount you're requesting? Because think about it, if you can look at the average amount they give, on one column and one field, and then the next column and the next row is going to show how much you're requesting, then you can compare those two amounts and say, okay, maybe we need to add more because we're shooting ourselves too low. We need to go higher than that. And you want to have a column for special notes. And so once you're able to input all this information and you're going to find all of this literally by going to their website, they're going to have all this information available. You can go to a foundation's website right now, click on that information, and they're going to have a sort of tab that's going to say who we funded. It's going to give the amounts that they funded. It's going to give you their cycle information. It's going to tell you how to apply all this information. So you're basically just taking it from their websites, putting it into a spreadsheet that works best for your team, and being able to utilize that spreadsheet whenever you need. Now, the way that we do our grant calendars and you can go to our website and purchase it. I think it's $20, um, but I created a template where you have all that information, but you also want to have something that's going to show all of the grants, all of the foundations, all of that on one tab, and then you can break each tab down monthly. So if you are doing a fiscal year from July 1st to June 30th, each tab is going to have what is due that month. And it's going to be up to your organization for that strategy, but I'm going to tell you a tip that I do is I don't put them in the month they're due. I'm going to, if they're, let's say, for example, we have organizations that is the grant deadline is August. I'm going to put them in at least a month or two before. So that way, if we have to gather any information, we're not freaking out and saying, oh my gosh, this is due in two weeks. This is due in three weeks. No, I'm doing it so that you can prepare for that deadline. That may not work for your organization. You may say, listen, we don't have time for all that. We're going in, August is due, we're putting it in the month of August. It depends on what works best for you, right? So that's basically the format of that. The other thing you wanna add into your grant calendar is your grant rating or a score. 
And so what you'll see if you download my template is that we have a sort of column for a rating or a score. And this is basically a score that you're gonna put in that's gonna say, this is the percentage or possibility that we can get this grant based off of your research. So remember how I said, you're gonna see who they funded, how much they funded, and the areas they fund. You're gonna look at that information and say, oh, well, we hit all three of those. We hit youth development because they fund in that. We definitely hit everything as far as their requirements to fund. We have a fiscal sponsor, a 501c3 approved. We've been in existence for a year. Our program's been around for at least six months, whatever those requirements are, guys. You're gonna look at that. You're gonna say, and based off of who they funded before, I'm gonna say we have a good 85 to 90% chance of possibly getting this grant. So therefore, that's how you're gonna rate yourself. You're gonna rate your score that way. If you look and say, oh man, we don't hit any of the areas they fund, they're talking about environmental sustainability and we are doing something completely different than what they're asking for. Um, we don't meet any of the requirements, any other information, then you're gonna basically say, hmm, how about we don't add them to this grant calendar, but we'll put them on a separate list to see if these requirements ever change. So you don't ever wanna completely get rid of a foundation or a funder. You just wanna add them to something to check back every couple months, because guess what? Sometimes foundations um, funding areas change. They may say we're only funding these areas right now, but in a few months, they may add new areas into it. So don't completely remove them, just put them on the back burner and look at them later at a later date. There may be some where you may say, oh, well, we meet some of that, but I haven't really seen them fund anyone similar to our organization. Still add them. You're just going to give them a lower percentage level. Or you may, instead of doing percentages, you may say green, green for ones we're going to go after because we know there's a high possibility, yellow for maybe, and red for maybe not. I've done it both ways. It depends on what works best for your team and your organization. So after you have determined what method you're gonna use, you started your research, you put all your areas down into the template you're gonna use, you did your rating score or your color score, you're gonna develop your grant action plan. So that's tip number four. You're gonna to start to develop ways that you're gonna put these grants, um, that you're gonna put your grant action plan into play, guys. So you're gonna to start to say, okay, we did all of this, who's gonna apply for them? When we're gonna apply, like I said before, you're gonna make things go where you're gonna do three months ahead or you're gonna to stick to the target of really only looking at them the month they're due. Any sort of actionable items that you need to put in place to apply for these grants, you're gonna put that in your grant action plan. This is why having a grant calendar is essential because you're gonna automatically be able to look at that spreadsheet and say, these are how many are due this month this is how we're gonna do it. This is the point of contact for who we're gonna to apply to. This is who's gonna be in charge for our organization. So you guys, you start to see how it's gonna make the process way easier. So you're not just flying on a whim saying, oh my gosh, what grants do we have? Can we do this, this? No, get it together up front. It's gonna help you in the end. So get your grant action plan together. And the last tip I'm gonna say is to get additional resources if needed you're gonna find out if you need them from your action plan. So let's say you're putting that action plan into play and you're saying, man, like I really have a great team, but I don't have someone that's good at grant writing. We need to figure out how to get in contact with the grant writer. You know you need that resource. Or, 
hmm, we have all this together, but we need a better software system because we can't really get this data together based off the tools we currently have. So now you know that you need to have that as a need. You'll start to see where the holes are when you start to do this, because you'll start to be able to say, this is a need for us. And in order for us to get this funding and this grant from this particular foundation or this corporation or wherever it is you're applying to, we need the following things. Therefore, you're gonna be able to write that down, go to your board and present it to your board in a way that's gonna be actionable, um, strategic, and it's gonna give, the, um, give them the, the ability to see what your needs are to approve those needs going forward. So let's go over the five steps really quick. Determine a template that works best for your team, not just for you. Start your research. Once you get that research, put it into that template. Get your grant rating, score, color code, whatever it is you wanna call it, get that together. Number four, develop your grant action plan. And number five, get the additional resources you need to move forward with your grant action plan. Guys, I'm telling you, once you do this, it's gonna really, really help you move forward in your grant cycle planning. Grants are competitive, you know what I mean? Like there can be times where you may feel down because you haven't gotten one, but once you start to get the hang of it, you'll start to get through being able to say, okay, we applied for these 10 grants. We you know, got three of them for this amount. It's gonna help you with your board reporting, all of that great stuff. So please make sure you do this. As always, I have all these steps written out in detail on my blog, thenonprofittribe.com. Like I said earlier, if you're like, listen, this is all good, but I just really want a template to download and I can just put this information in on my, you know, on our own. You can go to my website. We do have one for sale under tools and resources. I think it's $20, but it outlines everything I talked about with examples on it as well. So as always, guys, thank you again for listening. Thank you for sticking through. If you have gotten to, I think we are on the fifth episode today. So thank you so much for your support. I hoped I helped you. Please make sure to give me feedback, comments, anything like that so that I can continue to help you in the areas you need help. And I'll talk to you soon, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you again.